Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi! And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, dressed to the nines today. Ooh, Ooh we look sharp. A fancy affair, 50 episodes. Can you believe this? Yep. I can't believe that, that's pretty wild. Hey, check out these cufflinks. Cling, cling, wow. Diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Diamonds. Hey, 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 gotta look at my uh, cummerbund. <laughs> Ooh, nice bund. You look at my ass. Oh, oh wow, great ass. That's what it, that's what fifty episodes worth of going to Gold's Gym does for you. <laughs> Rock hard ass. <laughs> fifty episodes. Do you guys have any good uh, memories over the last fifty episodes? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I thought we were saving that sort of thing for 52. Oh, okay. 52 is the big one year. No, I'm going to do, on 52, I'm going to do uh, my funny card trick. <laughs> 52 oh. pink up. Card trick. Yeah, I don't know. We oh, could, no. We could, hey, we could indulge some memories today. Um, uh, yeah. Would that I could remember anything after drinking <laughs> for 50 episodes of you two. Yeah, would that I could remember either. Jeez. <laughs> you guys are always like, hey, hey, why don't you come on the pod and we'll do a, we'll just do another drink. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Didn't we do that last week? I'm so we, fucked up every week. We invite you every week. Mike, <laughs> sign on to the pod. Have a few laughs. Yeah, yeah. It's not that, that's not that fun. Let's see. What did, uh, you know, I, I think a fun memory for me would have been, what's, what's everyone's favorite drink so far? Hmm. That's oh Jesus, Michael. I think uh, last week, Tim, you said that you liked that the pickleback was your favorite so far. Yes, and then also on the Patreon show, I poured my pickle juice into my vodka on the rocks, and that was mm. really good too. Mm. So, phew. yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I think uh, I've said this before. Uh, Kubu Libres there have been. A thing that I've done a lot since we did them. Uh-huh. And the key was just discovering how important lime juice is. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Singapore sling is a thing I'll do with a, or a right. poor man's. I'll do like gin and pineapple and throw some other crap in there. Yeah, if you got a big barrel of pineapple. Man, I can't remember the Singapore sling. I'll tell you why you would remember the Singapore sling. You'd, you'd see it around more if you'd ever come down from that yellow bird tree. <laughs> I know. I'm, the yellow bird is what I'm into for, for making. That, that's been my new like 
go-to fun cocktail to make. But I think uh, I still hold true to that Cosmo was like oh, yeah. a huge surprise yep. and, a, yeah. and a good one. And, and then that's back in general in the world. Um, hey, um, uh, me and Jeff recently had some sidecars out in the wild. It's kind of nice really? to have, when you have, a, uh, have it on the pod and then you go road tested in the real world and, ooh, they fucked them up yeah, real I, good. I, I, I really? came out of the pod being like, ooh, the sidecar at Dresden, you gotta have one. And then we went and we got four of them and they fucked them up. Really? They like well in a, in a spectacular in way, a, in, a, in a clear <laughs> way. The the the, the uh, we all we it, it was like we got a round of four sidecars and they all come out. You know, you're looking at a tray with all one drink. You're like, that's a nice easy order. And then we we uh, sip on them. The salt the the sugar rims are salt rims. Oh <laughs> like, no! Like, like a margarita, and I spit it out and said, "Well, this is fucking trash." And then we didn't send it back because <laughs> Jeff was trying to seduce the waitress. Hey! Oh god, this is that's an editable. That's an edit point. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was trying to romance the waitress. Uh huh. Well, at one point she ran. Okay. This was a, here's a cool story about that waitress, and this is part of what uh, what caught my eye about this this vision of a woman. She was wearing a COVID mask. <laughs> she she uh, <laughs> there was a kitchen accident, and then we saw her like sprinting through the back patio. She on her way out, she was like, "Guys, uh, another person will be right out with your drinks. There's just been a kitchen accident, and they need a, a medic or something." Whoa! And we saw her run away. We we're like, "Oh, that's weird." And then she ran back in with a backpack, and then the next time we saw her. We were like, so are, are you a medic? And she said, street medic. Mm. And it turns out like during the uh, BLM protests, her and some friends got like paramedic training just so that they could like Whoa. be handy out at protests. And That's she was cool. like, telling us all this stuff. And uh, Yeah, and, like no certification or anything. She's just kind of on the streets. She knows what to well, do like, if the shit goes down. She can like down. tend wounds and, you know, do all that. Yeah, and then I... I I called her back to the table. I was like, lady, I'm, I'll get your medic stuff. I think my BAC is too high. <laughs> <laughs> she pumped me full of water. It sounds like it's too low because uh, you're not drinking that disgusting drink they gave you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the uh, What's more interesting to you guys, this waitress's um, or this bartender's uh, street? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Her street medic or David Blaine's street magic? <laughs> um, similar. Oh. I could. Why even try? I have gave myself every opportunity to bail out of that and just say, "Yeah, forget it." But I'm happy that you said it because now you get to reflect <laughs> back on it and like kind of maybe rethink your life a little bit. Yes, and isn't that what this 50th episode is about? Is reflecting. We're giving each yes. other a rock bottom moment to start from and start yes. anew. Yeah, 51 yeah. will be different. I think the bullseye was probably the what was it, the bull the bull shot. Oh, was yeah. probably the worst thing. No oh, way. The, the, I, I like a bull shot. I would do one right now. Me too. No, I, I had a bad time with that one. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I've learned that I just really don't like uh, Campari and Aperol spritzes. That, those are just, mm. like, I've learned are not for me. Um, I like them. I had a Boulevardier the other day that had Campari in it. I thought it was good. I like the bitter stuff. You guys don't, Jeff doesn't like bitter. Mike thinks bitter is ashy. <laughs> and then yeah. me, I think the bitter is better. <laughs> <laughs> the bitter is better than Twitter, the setter. Mm, that that's another one to maybe uh, reflect on. <laughs> could, so, could someone maybe uh, bail me out of this fucking thing? <laughs> I'll b -b -b bail you with some b -b 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 bip bip bip. <laughs> Bip, bip, bip. 
Alternative rock. Oh, okay. Damn, that, uh, gin sloppums because to celebrate that uh-huh. we're doing a gin drink was oh. made by Zach Mack, aka the ghost of Craig T. Nelson on oh, Instagram. Nice. We love that slop head. No shit. He knows Photoshop and uh, yeah, Zach's always uh, doing some funny uh, whatever he used. Funny Photoshop. They're like, I'll be like, oh, I'm, I've been pinned or uh, tagged by uh, Kelsey Grammer's ghost, and I'll look at him like, oh, right, that we talked about that thing during the podcast. I forgot. And, and uh, Zach's finest work was the Tony Soprano oh, yeah. or, or the, the Sopranos uh, prescriptions supercut, folks. If you don't follow us on Instagram, find the Sloppy Boys, and uh, uh, Zach made us a big supercut of every time in the entire series, the Sopranos that the word prescriptions mm. was said. And it's amazing. It's a real, it, it brings a tear to your eye. There was, the I just posted a little clip the other, cause I'm watching Sopranos. I just posted a little clip the other day. That was Tony. Uh, it's season one where, um, AJ is, gets in trouble and they get him like, uh, uh, therapist comes in and gives him a test and he might have ADD. And it's like, well, we've noticed that AJ has been fidgeting and Tony's like, what's a fidget. <laughs> <laughs> What comprises a fidget? <laughs> That's such a funny, just like pulling that out on its own. What's a fidget? Man, I got to find like, there, there must be a best of AJ video on YouTube. Yeah. There's everything on YouTube. But uh, AJ is like my favorite fuck up yeah. in like all media. Oh, his best moment. And this is not spoiling anything, but uh, <laughs> in one of the later seasons, uh, Tony's walking past AJ's room and he stops and he looks in his bedroom and just sees AJ. Uh, he's sitting on a, on the computer in his underwear <laughs> laughing really hard at something. And we don't even know, we don't see what it is, but we just see Tony's face like, oh, God. <laughs> my son is a dud. There's a moment like that where it's probably maybe the same episode or uh, earlier episode where, uh, Carm walks into AJ's room and he's got his baseball mitt and he's trying to swat a fly like high up on the wall. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> a fly. Perfect. Wait. Hey, whatever. I mean, I think in the, like the, the pilot, where, where does the line come from? So what in a fucking ZD now? Yeah. That's like, that's kind of like the blackout line of the pilot right at the end. Yeah. Like, oh. I, I thought that was great. And, um, but I forget like what brings that line about. Isn't, um, I think that's Tony's panic attack. Uh, oh, right, right, right. That's the, yeah, the, Hey, that's, that's the first of a string of pearls from old AJ. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. He's good. Perfectly cast. You never know what that guy does. He, does he, does, does he know he's good at acting? <laughs> does, what did David Chase just manipulate him perfectly? Either way, we're getting the performance of a lifetime. Hey, before we get into the actual booze news, have you guys, did you guys know that I saw the Gin Blossoms live? No. Really? I did with the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, well, that makes sense. Those seem like very uh, similar yeah. groups. Hey, a lot of people think it's the same band. Yeah. Jeez. Goo Goo Gin Blah. That was yeah. a great, I really liked all the echo effect on that uh, Booze News theme. I like that it wasn't just, uh, I heard about Booze News. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. I heard about yeah. boo, 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 Booze News. Boo, boo. <laughs> and then with like some farts it. thrown in. Come on, yeah, that was and good. Our, our samples, just the matter of factness of like, bip dop. I was, I was thinking <laughs> that there should be more like urgent rock songs where then the vocalist is like, hip, bip, 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 bop, 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 
<laughs> just like the drummer's drumming, the guitar player is <laughs> strumming, and then the singer is just sort of kick back and hip bop. <laughs> and you know, he had all the he had all the materials to make an umbop parody. Yeah, and said, "No, no, I'm going to go with the Jim Blossom." More interesting. Yeah. Zigged when we thought he was going to zig. <laughs> Okay, if you have a booze news theme, send it to the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com. Here's what I wanted to discuss on today's booze news. We've been a little distracted, uh, you know, with our own heads up our ass, with, with a lot of COVID talk. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Then, you know, very fun having Fran on. So we were, we were talking pickles and stuff. But mm-hmm. in during those weeks, there was a pop culture story that we didn't really get to discuss uh, <laughs> that was big on the net. Um. Larry David, uh, comedy writer, comedy actor, television producer, right. has had a few big tabloid moments recently. Have you seen these on uh, on the internet? I saw him with Chalamet. That's the one. Dude's um, yeah. very own Paul Arrakis. That one. Um, I, the other one I was thinking of is when he was on his phone at a fashion show, uh, okay. which is kind of a funny snap. But yeah, let's go back to the sh- Timothy Chalamet paparazzi shot sitting at an outdoor cafe with Larry David. Now, Mike, close your eyes and picture that photo. Do you remember what was on the table in front of them? Mm, somebody's cell phone? <laughs> Tim, can I answer? Dutton, answer. A goddamn espresso martini. <gasps> A goddamn espresso martini. The drink that the New York Times said was that maybe the drink of the summer, we drank it, we liked it, or I liked it, wow. but we said no, we said hell no to it being the drink of the summer. But I do think that um, a guy like Larry David drinking a drink is a signifier that it has officially infiltrated the culture. You know, he's like an old grouchy guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be going out. He's not on the first wave of the early adopters having a Aperol spritz or Whatever he he's gonna drink something when it's like safe to drink it. That was his, yeah. you think, or or Chalamet's? It was his. It was. In, I mean, uh, I would almost guess that Chalamet doesn't drink. Doesn't mm. he seem like a non-drinker? Mm. I don't know. Maybe a, a was he maybe well, a drug yeah, man? Might be a drug man. Maybe might be in a Hollywood man. drug scene. I hope not. Also, uh, uh, you know, Larry, you're right. He's not the hippest. He's not going to jump on any old thing, but. He's one of these guys who like reflects life mm. back at you. Mm-hmm. You know, when Hamilton was the big thing, he had Lin Manuel mm-hmm. on the show. Yep. You know, he's he's sort of got his finger on the pulse of like where we are at as a culture. <laughs> so that so it was a nice uh, that was nice for him to to sort of say like I'm going out with Chalamet. I listen to the Sloppy Boys all the time. Right. I like their espresso martini episode. I'm going to try one. Yeah, I'm reflecting the, the the biggest pop culture things at the moment are Dune and the Sloppy Boys. So I'm going to reflect, yep. um, I'm going to hold up a mirror. Oh, speaking of Dune, mm-hmm. I should probably, uh, I said Paul Arrakis before. That's not the character's name in Dune. It's Paul, it's Paul Atreides, I think it's, I think it is. It's not Arrakis. Arrakis is a mm. planet or something. The book is very difficult. And did you finish the book, Mike? I thought you did. Oh uh, boy. I, I finished the book in, I read some of it, then audiobook some of it, and then read some more. Blah. Gotcha. But but didn't complete. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, you, you started the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novelization having not finished Dune? Oh, this was this was a while ago. I fi- this was a couple of years ago. But you never finished it? I finished Dune. Oh. But but Michael, I started it was it was different in different chunks and it all I was very confused about the whole thing. If I listen to an audiobook, I still use the b- verb 
I read, I read that book. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, yeah. I don't think you should carry any shame for reading a book halfway and finishing it on audible. No, it's no. all the same. I carry no shame yeah. in that, but I think it's, uh, is a big part of why the book didn't like flow well for me. Cause I'm listening to different parts of it on reading it, listening. It didn't make sense. I, I really only on, uh, I only listen to nonfiction like I'll listen to like biographies and stuff cause I'm getting information, but mm-hmm. with a, with a fantasy novel that's so much written in, you know, with a lot of style like that, sometimes you get a weird reader and they're like, yeah. welcome to doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you want to hold those pages. You want to you know, sift through oh, the pages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and Mike, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like your copy of Dune was not like the latest pressing. You, you had like a vintage copy. Of Dune, yeah, it looked cool. You? It was like a cool looking. See, uh, I, I like that. Like when, when I get an old book that's been around for a while, I kind of want to get one that's like got the 80s cover mm-hmm, art mm-hmm. on the uh, like the illustration. Well, that's, so that's a I, nice. Movie. I like to read the first edition. Oh, <laughs> where the pages are crumbling in your hands. Yeah, I, I like to read the manuscript with all like the, <laughs> the editor's notes just penciled. In. Yeah. Wrap it up. All right. That's it for booze news. Hee haw. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any yeah. weird sounds. Also, do we still do that? It's kind yeah. of a pain in the ass. How about you get Sam Wainwright <laughs> going? Hee haw. <laughs> well, maybe just pick one and stick with one for a while. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I liked that one that you had that was kind of a mechanical trash compactor type vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'll do is I'll, I'll go through and I'll prep like 12 of them and it'll just be sort of a grab bag. I always, did you ever do one that was like kind of like a funk? I, I always imagine like we're done with the booze news. So oh, we like, like, a, like a PVC pipe sound. M- almost more <laughs> like the, the escape hatch on the Millennium Falcon were thunk shooting the garbage out into space. Oh, yeah. Oh, or, like, or, or like when you go to the bank, remember the drive through bank? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, with the, the tube. shuttle thing. Was tube like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Maybe Here's the booze news. Maybe, yeah, you do the thump sound and then like a bunch of uh, Star Wars blaster noises blasting it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit the big man that was a tie fighter yeah the oh, big I, thought, boy. I thought that was uh luke and mr darth vader man i thought it was the <laughs> rancor monster hmm you know darth vader actually sounds like hope hope <laughs> that's what that's that's what they that's, wrote in the script that's what they wrote in the script hope really and before he shows up on screen it'll be like strange voice um parentheses off camera or like off screen and be like hope hope i recently watched uh star wars with i left the closed captioning on on my tv and it was a lot of hope hope i would have written (laughs) kuka kuka is what i think that sounds like that's more of a jason thing like a kiki oh yeah 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 kiki kakaka kiki curry is what french people say instead of cockadoodle doo oh right and Ra- and Raiko Chai Chi is <laughs> <laughs> is what French people eat instead of eating normal chicken. Unless they're hey, this, eating this whole snail. section, this whole past minute would be great fodder for the ghost of Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, ooh, you've got they your challenge. Back. You've got your challenge, Craig T. Ghost <laughs> Zach Mack. Well, now I should probably um, should probably get into the drink of the day. Uh, yes. The 50th drink of the year. We're all dressed up nicely. It's the 50th drink of the year. We made it 50 episodes. Congratulations to you two. Congratulations to the listeners. Congrats. Congrats. Right back at you. I'm sure, you know, there's probably a bunch of people out there who've heard every single episode. Good for you. That's fantastic. And we love to have you listening. So we decided to dress up today in tuxedos. And what are we drinking today? None other but the tuxedo (laughs) you've had. 
I've not had, I've not heard. Not heard. Not had, not heard. I've had, I've had, I've heard, not had. Oh. Oh. Well, the tuxedo. So this is, <laughs> from what I've been, my research, it's very much, it's sort of a take on the 50-50 martini. We remember this? No. 50, gin, it's, for 50% gin, 50% uh, vermouth. There you go. Ugh. <laughs> Shram likes them. Jack Shram drinks them. The Shrammer likes them. Uh, yeah, he was, when we, when we met with him, he was saying, or eh, maybe this was on the Zoom thing we did. He said, yeah, the 50-50 is like his favorite like day drinking thing. Oh, right. I do remember that. Yeah, he said if you're having a martini when it's still light outside, you have more vermouth. But I pray to God Jack Schramm is not listening to this episode because he told us to only use vermouth when it's fresh. And I'm about to use some vermouth that is putrid nine months old oh yeah me too no mine is brand new i this is the good stuff i got over here this is they they didn't even put the they didn't put the label on it yet it's so i was like give me that thing strange came right came right off the line they probably usually don't label it after they've Hmm. no i don't know (laughs) that's tough to say well anyway so the this uh little martini-ish type drink was big uh in vogue in the late 1800s early 1900s and the pretty much the the story, kind of the only story there is, which is good. I like these. It was uh, <laughs> makes my job easy. <laughs> yeah, it was invented at uh, the Tuxedo Club. In there you go. Yeah. Huh. In hold on, let me find. This is how uh, stupid people were that long ago. That when they opened up a, a fancy club, they called it the Tuxedo Club. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Tuxedo Club, a private member-owned country club and gated estate near the town of Tuxedo Park, 40 miles northwest of New York. So this is like uh, probably rich types. This is uh, probably not uh, my I've, kind I've, of guy. I've but. heard of this play. Uh, I've heard of this when reading about martini history. Mm. Um, but I, but actually, I do. Th- is it possible that the tuxedo, the history of the tuxedo suit? Actually stems from this place? It's something like that. Yeah, there's a um, uh, Henry Poole uh, uh, from London. He, uh, the, yes, this guy, James Potter, a rich New York guy, was in London. And Harry Poole, this other guy he met, showed him to this tailor who made him a tuxedo jacket suit, Then he, which he then wore in, like, back to his tuxedo club. See, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand if the tuxedo club was named after this guy's jacket. <laughs> That seems crazy. I want to say that I was like reading about the history of the tuxedo and that it did like it it shocks me that it was as new as it was. Like Mm there have always been fancy suits, uh, but the the actually look of like a black tailed tuxedo may have come from the New York suburbs at this time. It's crazy. But you know what's so nice about this podcast is we are not doing a podcast about the the origins of fancy country clubs we're just doing the drinks N- neither are we uh, experts on uh, being tailors so we, we no. don't do country clubs we also don't do suits no no y- you got to go ask uh reynolds woodcock that sort of thing yeah. oh ooh, that's a g- great character great movie wait uh, who's that timothy phantom, uh, phantom thread oh i love that movie <laughs> 
I do. And sausages. I like the breakfast order. Yeah. Okay. That's right. <laughs> you know when, when a movie is like when something's spoiled for you but not spoiled, like I went into that movie knowing that the breakfast scene was funny and I was like, oh, I don't want to know that the breakfast <laughs> scene's funny. I want to, you know, just have that be revealed to me. And then I'm watching and then I see him like sitting at a breakfast table. I'm like, here we go. And then I <laughs> laugh my ass off. <laughs> I, I still... Spilled the, my popcorn. The scene where he's like eating dinner, uh, his girlfriend i forget her name in the in the movie her girlfriend makes him dinner and he's just like totally thrown off by the whole thing and they're eating yeah. asparagus and he's like are you a spy are you sent to kill me <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, good so this is a, a drink that i have never heard this before but it's there are different like versions of it so it's, it's a tuxedo original recipe which is i believe what we're doing mm-hmm. yeah that's what we're doing and then there's the tuxedo number one re- recipe tuxedo number two three four and then the Difford's tuxedo recipe. I don't know how Ugh. legit that is. D- Difford's is uh, a recipe like book. a website I go to oh, a that, lot. Yeah, that's like what I'm on. But I don't know if that's like it adds some balancing sweetness. Splitting. We want we want to do the IBA. Oh, yeah, we're doing the IBA. But I've never seen just like number one, number two, like with such uh, easy names. I'm afraid that I'm not going to like this already. I think it's got too it's got too stuffy of an origin for me. I, but But you do like martinis, right, Jeff? Yeah, but I don't. I don't like I don't like vermouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm in. I like my martini. I like I, olive juice. I love martinis, but I like them dry. But I'm open to this idea that I I like variations on the martini just because. You know, when we did our New York cocktail tour, it was it was just like fun to try different drinks that are, look and taste a little bit like a martini, but have something else going on. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, it's a fifty fifty plus some fancy, f- f- fancy factors. Well, let me let me read you what the ingredients are and the method, and maybe I'll let you know what the garnish could and couldn't be. But uh, there's something in this, a couple of things in this, uh, the ingredients I've never really dealt with before. Okay, so yeah, thirty milliliter old Tom gin, right? And that's just come up before, and we decided we couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I'm just we're using just using. Gin. I mean, I know that the Tom. Tom comes from like the, you know, old Tom, Tom Collins, mm-hmm. Tom Gin, old Tom Gin was a specific type of gin, but we're not finding it anywhere. So we're just fucking using gin. Just doing gin. Right. 30 milliliters dry vermouth. Okay. Right. Which we all do not like to drink on its own. Uh, this is an interesting one. Half a bar spoon maraschino luxardo. Now, I don't know what the hell a half a bar spoon is. Bar spoons are those long spoons that you use to spin in a mixing glass. No, I get that, but like a half of a bar spoon. That's a tough thing to measure out. Um, a lot of the old uh, recipes in the Jerry Thomas guide mm-hmm. use bars, like quarter bar spoon. Quarter bar spoon? Who the fuck knows? That's like, that's like drips, because the bar spoon is very shallow. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. So yeah. now here's your next thing. Uh-huh. Fourth bar spoon absinthe. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth. Great. Quarter. And then finally, Folks, if you don't have absinthe, use any licorice thing. Yeah. Then finally, three dashes orange bitters. Great. That I have. Orange bitters. I already had that in my fucking kit. This is great. And the method, let's pour all the ingredients into a mixing glass with ice cubes. Stir well. Strain into chilled martini cocktail glass. Now, this is saying stir. I don't. Oh, I so badly want to shake. Yeah, I might. Not Mike. That. Mike, here's what I'll let you do. Put it in the shaker, but don't shake the shaker. Just like swirl it around in a circle. Aha. But maybe a few shakes might get in there. And then garnish <laughs> with a cherry and lemon zest. Lemon zest. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cherry and lemon zest. That's kind of interesting, too. Do you think we should zest it out, like express it over the top? Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, give it a whirl. 
It's hey, it's um, your tuxedo. Wear it the way you want. Hey, I kind of like is, that. This is gonna. That's cool. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah, that, that is cool. What about uh, men's warehouse? Instead of you're gonna like the way you look, I guarantee it. It says it's your tuxedo. Wear it the way you want. <laughs> it's about. It's high time you don't have the tuxedo. Wear you. What about the audacity of that guy, the CEO of Men's Warehouse, to put himself in the ads? Why would you not hire Daniel Craig or some <laughs> some tuxedo guy to sell your tuxes? You're some dumbass bearded old guy, and you're like, no, nah, put me in the commercials. All those ladies, <laughs> the ladies will love to see me in my suits. <laughs> they want to watch. That's why he did it. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's funny with suits in particular. Like if you're Dave Thomas, go ahead and put yourself in there and sell some burgers. Yeah, yeah. When you're a, when you're a suit guy and it's like I look good and you should know it. <laughs> That's a weird one. Now yeah. I want to I want to cut this off at the just right right the head of this thing. I want to say, you know, I've had some issues before in the past with uh, Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I before anyone's like, oh, Mike's gonna drip some milk. Cherry syrup in it. I bought the which thing. You have done. I bought the real <laughs> oh. thing, yes, which I have done. But now this is not that <laughs> now. Now I'm assuming. I don't remember the first drink we did with this, but I'm assuming I didn't get it because it was so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now that you have it, you'll have fun, Michael. Because if you like, this is one of these kind of uh, acquired taste things. But I have acquired this taste, okay. and now I love it. And now I use it, and I make myself some motherfucking. Hemingway's all the time. Well, this is They're cool, great. and it's in it's in kind of like a uh, cool basket around the, the. It's like a Chianti bottle. Yeah, it looks very nice. And then also we we discover that that is cherry, but it's more like a cherry tree. It tastes like the wood. It's and got the, the stems. It's got the leaves. I'm it's seeing got something all. here on the label though. It says a new recipe now with more ash flavor than ever before. Oh, oh no! This is the thing that I would have called ashy, right? No, I think that you called... Um, Luxardo Bitters was actually... It was like Luxardo brand had yeah. made their version of a Campari, and that's what you it thought was, was That was the uh, Luxardo Bitters I think I had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the absinthe. Okay, this is this might take a second. This is a, a very uh, interesting one. Yeah, let's get into I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I might, when I mix mine up, I might like um, take off my white gloves and my top hat. Please, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You don't want to get them messed up. Right. Everybody yeah. be, be careful. Yeah. Great. Now is not the time to test your dry cleaner's abilities, please. <laughs> Off we go. All right, folks, we'll be right back. See ya. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just got to tell someone this, I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. And we're back, talking tuxedos. Oh boy, I just googled bar spoon. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And it's just a fucking teaspoon. Mm. And and I ha- I could have been using that, but instead it was a shit show. I, I used my long bar spoon and I tried to do a quarter. I tried to do half. <laughs> I did too much of both of them. I yep. don't know. Yep. This is bad. This is going to be a bad one. Um, um, uh, did you guys, mine didn't make much, didn't yield much. Mine didn't yield much either. Yeah. I have the small kind of martini glass and it just filled it up once with no extra. Yeah. Jeff, Ooh, very nice good. toothpick Admire work. That I try. Guy. I tried to put my cherry between my zest, just like you, and it kind of looks stupid. But Michael, hold the drink up for us one more time, and let's Ooh. discuss the color. What are you t- why does it look? Why does it look like beer? Yeah, it looks kind of <laughs> like, like it's got like like a sort of an uh, an amber hue, doesn't it? <laughs> wait, what is it, Mike? Well, no, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Now, just wait a minute. You, we know it wasn't the Luxardo. Yeah, what the hell was it? Oh, maybe it was the. I, th- um, I have a theory. What? Did you, did you, did you, it's, we're supposed to use dry vermouth. Yeah. And did you did use sweet use red, sweet red vermouth? vermouth? No, no, it was dry vermouth. It was, uh, can we, can how we, the uh, fuck do you have a red drink? Well, maybe the absinthe, my absinthe is like kind of gr- greenish. Oh, oh. green. What? Yeah. Or is it yeah, my but bitters? You have, a red, you have a red drink. I don't know. Did you use orange bitters? I believe so. 
Um, hmm. My orange bitters only have the slightest orange tint to them, and so my drink is clear. Jeff's drink is clear. Yours looks like an IPA. Now look at if you look at like the Difford's Guide pictures, they have all different colors here. There there are some that look like this. What the fuck? I'm looking at a Google search, and they all look like clear martinis. To wow! Me. Can we let's get a look at that vermouth, Michael? All right, hold on. Is it vermouth month or what? <laughs> Ugh, this was a pain in the ass to make, huh? It was. It was fun to get some practice with the um, stirring. With the stirring, because I I really need practice with that. I tried to do it to the letter. Yeah, this is a, a ver, dry vermouth from the the big red bubble boys. <laughs> 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 oh, he's got yeah, Martini got and Rossi. Martini Where? and Rossi, extra Martini dry. Rossi. Maybe it was my bitters that did it. Yeah. The, How much bitters did you put though? It was only supposed to be three dashes. Three dashes, but you know the bitters. We've done it before, where it's like a dash can be kind of funky. That's true. It some some dashes. Dash. I I kind of think of it as like three shakes of my hand, but sometimes what comes out is all over the. Place. But here's the other thing. Here, hold, hold yours up. So that's not a lot of like. No, no. Maybe I just didn't put enough. Mine's not a lot either. Huh. Well, it's just one of those mysteries. You got a chemical reaction <laughs> on your hands there, Mike. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the strange things about life on Earth. Hold on, I'm trying to Sometimes think Sometimes of... you mix green and clear and clear and clear, and you get red. My gin. Did you use slow gin? <laughs> my gin, yep. My f- vermouth was all Luxardo, yep. You were pouring a bunch of clear ingredients into a glass, and it ended up red, and you didn't notice? <laughs> I knew, I noticed. I noticed from the get-go. <laughs> from the get-go. Okay, cool. Very nice, Mike. Great. From the get-go, I said, this thing's a little tinted, and I don't okay, know what so to my, think. My running theory now is that you had some giant glugs of bitters, and maybe your brand of bitters is, is more yeah. is darker than ours. They're Angostura or, bitters. Hey, hey. I mean, you, you, you don't have a cherry in there, Mike, right? Mike, did you I use, do, I do it, is it orange bitters or is it Angostura? I use Angostura. Okay, so so that's why it's That's dark. why, because it's, oh, it wasn't orange bitters. Gotcha. Right, I, eh. I assume, right, you're right. It is just Angostura bitters. Great. That doesn't seem like a major it's infraction. It's not, it's not. <laughs> but, but, you know, hey, it explains the mystery. Just, I just wanted to not to live with the unknown. It's not, I mean, it can't be. Okay, let's sip. Let's sip. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Fancy mm. town, baby. All right. Fancy I'm town. wearing a tux. The tails are down to the floor. The top hat's touching the ceiling on this one. <laughs> Yazoo! <laughs> um, all right. That, you know, there's a hint of ash in there. So it is, it is that Luxardo, I think. I like that Luxardo. I'm not getting too much absinthe, which is kind of a relief. So it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like a yeah. big good and plenty. Um, the thing that jumps out to me that I'm liking for maybe the first time is like Ooh. M- martini guys that like a silky martini, mm. you know, they, they want it to be a 50 50 that's with a lot of vermouth and then they want it stirred. I normally am like, nah, shake it up, get those Japanese ice chunks in there and, and make it thin. Mm. Yeah. But I'm noticing that this doesn't, this feel viscous. It's, it's it, velvety. Yes. And that's nice. It's like, it kind of like hangs out in your uh, throat a little bit. It really does. You can have like one drop of it will be all the way down in your stomach, but then the back of that drop is still on your tongue. Yeah, that's crazy. And and we talked about the James Bond shake and not stirred thing, right? Uh, I don't know if we did money penny. Well, uh, <laughs> he was making an everyman move. Yes, stirred is considered the classier thing. Shaken is is a more blue collar. So it, it was uh, it was strange for James Bond to have a blue collar choice like that. Do you think the right. I know I was taking everything in my being not to shake this thing just because I like that. 
Yeah. Uh, but I stirred, I stirred. Uh, is that is that you think it's just because it's like a faster thing and you're like you're you know popping out martinis quicker that way because a stir is a really like yeah yeah it takes some time yeah I mean, I'm I a th- shaker myself me too I'm a shaker too and wait James Bond was doing it because he was in disguise right he, he or, or no they knew he was Bond I th- ooh I wonder I thought that in in Goldfinger there or whatever Doctor No whatever one it was it was like he had a reason to try to pretend to be I less mean, classy than he is oh. that, that ooh that might have been the original thing but it you know stuck with the character it's like his he did it all the time yeah or maybe just Ian Fleming is thinking like make this guy relatable to the everyman but that's weird because James Bond is not it's not like aspirational for us like the dumbasses like us could be James Bond <laughs> Mr. Swap well, have you have you heard the uh, theory that James Bond is actually part of the identity of 007 and that's why all the there's yeah. all these different actors playing one James Bond oh, I like that theory I think that's okay. cool I'm excited for that new James Bond movie to be honest with you it's been me too when is that coming out now October or has that got pushed with uh, the Jackass movie <laughs> yeah, all the <laughs> biggest. It's a package <laughs> deal. <laughs> well, they're like, look, Pontius is the star of both. Let's just push them both. <laughs> uh, I was at a movie the other day and they did a trailer for the Jackass movie. And uh, I was like, ooh, that's right. This is going to be fun. Um, it's funny because they're kind of handing it out. They've, they're bringing in like the new guard. They're, I mean, there's like some Eric Andre mm-hmm. in the mix and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say it about this drink, too. Upon first sip, it did that like, and it's even second sip. Doing this like cooling uh, thing down your whole front, like your whole uh, core. <laughs> did you pour it into your mouth? <laughs> or you, did you spill on your tuxedo? <laughs> yeah, I poured it just a little in front of my mouth, so it went all down my chin and neck. <laughs> oh, that's I like that tactic. Yeah. It really helps you cool down. But you can feel it. You can feel the whole thing kind of go little. down your whole esophagus into the stomach. And I don't know if you guys can see on my tuxedo, I have one of those bib things that goes down the front. It's not a bib. I forget what they call a dickie. it. That's the guy at a the, dickie. Yeah, the guy at the, at the rental store. Um, he didn't tell me what it was, but <laughs> in old cartoons, somebody would get flustered and it would like flat. It would like telescope and yeah, like stick face. to their face. I remember like Elmer Fudd would be like peeling it off his face. <laughs> it's so funny to watch yeah. those as a kid because it was in like the what, 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. And you see it, and it's like, first of all, I don't know what that piece of clothing is. And secondly, it's sticking to his face. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cartoon where someone, like, pull, uh, pulls it, and it, like, rips out, and then the next one comes down. Yeah. Like, it's like a paper towel. Sure, sure. That's funny shit. That's funny stuff. What do you guys think? Let's have a little suit talk here. Let's say you're invited to a formal affair. Mm-hmm. Is it a pain in your ass, or do you say, hey, I'm going to go get a suit? Because some, some people rise to the occasion. Some people slink away. Can I tell you? Do so your eyes are slink. I I rise. I try to rise too because I wear a suit so infrequently. But when I do, I I finally have a suit that like uh, or a couple suits that fit me correctly. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I okay. when I wear a suit, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone else can tell, but I can tell that I try. I kind of like walk a little differently, and I catch myself. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> relax. <buddy." laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Well, <laughs> Just cool I, I feel like there's definitely a difference between like getting a suit that you like picked out and like, as opposed to, you know, suits were foisted on us in, you know, Catholic school mm-hmm. and college graduation and all that stuff. And you always had to do black or Navy blue. Mm-hmm. Actually, Navy mm-hmm. blue was the sort of the, if you only have one suit, it's Navy blue pretty right. much. And then at one point going to weddings and stuff, 
Well, initially we would go to weddings and uh, we would wear our like sketch comedy suits with, with khakis and just look <laughs> yeah, like absolute do dog shit. <laughs> There's a picture of us at a friend's wedding when we were in our 20s and yeah. uh, we just looked like the young Republicans club yeah. uh, because we were like, it's like just a blazer and a tie yeah. and you khakis don't. Khakis and, and blue like, blazer. And not not ready for a wedding, just like, oh, I could have worn this to high school. <laughs> that hodgepodgey thing that, like, you get away with for a little, for a few more years post-college when you're like, oh, I'm still figuring it out. But meanwhile, you're going to your friend's weddings who have it figured out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But then you get yourself a nice suit. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, at some point post-Birthday uh, Boys, I got myself, like, a blue-gray chambray J. Crewy suit yeah. that, mm -hmm. uh, oh, I love to put it on. You know what I just bought? I found it on uh, <laughs> found it on Amazon, and I bought myself a uh, three-piece Kelly Green suit. Fuck Kelly yeah. Green! <laughs> Wait, I've seen you in that. That's You're, a sharp suit. No, I, I just got Mike, it. Mike, this is going to be good come uh, uh, St. Patrick's Thank Day. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I bought it. I was just on Amazon, and I saw it, and I was like, hey, that's a, a doable price. It was like a $50 suit. <laughs> Get it tailored, Mike. You're going to get that to the tailor. I need to. Did it come yet? Oh, yeah. I, I got it. It's in the closet. Ooh. It's, it's a three-piece of vest. Oh, it's going to be good. But I'm a little concerned about the, uh, the jacket. I think I haven't, like, I put it on right out of the package it came in. And like mm. the the shoulders were like sticking way up, so I think it just needs to like settle into not being in the package. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say about suits. They need to settle in. Yeah. That's what they say about the fifty dollars <laughs> suits, especially. Yeah, you settle into them. I've never ordered one online because it's so you gotta wear it. My size changes so much. You put on a like I I think I I would wear my jacket size is like forty four, uh -huh. but yeah. I my favorite suit is a forty two. Mm. And then mm. sometimes mm. I've worn a 46. It's all fucking over the and place. Yeah, I took, a, I, 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 took two, I got two of them. One from a different place, different, kind of different sizes. So one of them I liked and one of them I was just not the right color <laughs> green. Sizes. So I'm going to send it back. Mm. <clears throat> Smart. You just, like the, you just like the green? I like the idea of a green suit. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. one a long time ago at H&M. I was there for, I think, I forget what I was buying there. But uh, I saw a green suit. I was like, ooh, I should buy this. And I was like, what am I going to do? Buy a suit today? <laughs> And I didn't buy it. And the years went by. I said, I got to get a suit, a green suit. Didn't, did you sleep a wink in that time? No, no. <laughs> green suit, green suit, green suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I've been seeing a lot out there suit wise? I've been seeing a lot of the like royal blue. Mm, That's the yep. suit I've been seeing a lot of out there in the world. Where, like guys our age is like, oh, they got like a jewel blue suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. There's like it's funny watching tr suit trends because like suits are suits, but then especially if you watch like uh, award shows, um, there was like a trend a couple years ago of like the blue tux, mm. and everyone was wearing the blue tux, and then there was kind of like pattern tux, and then at this year's Emmys a couple weeks ago, I saw a lot of velvet tuxes and like yeah. velour tuxes that I thought that we had done that already. I I, I have like a velvet, a black kind of velvet blazer that I used to wear on wear like a, like. New Year's Eve 2007. Maybe maybe it's coming back in it's style. It's coming back, I guess. Ooh. And I'll reap the rewards. You know what's a good, a good suit color that, uh, not a suit, but a, co a color combo people don't do often, but it's a good look. It's kind of 80s-ish. It's like a gray blazer with black pants. Ooh. That's kind of a cool. I don't know that I've seen that. Well, check it out. I, maybe I'm, try I'm yourself. picturing now he kind of is, is like a private investigator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're wearing sort of a squished down hat. <laughs> and your front of your car on the on the va uh, vent in the front of your car has got a lot of papers and old cups and things. Yeah. Why why are private investigators always downtrodden? Why don't they ever have like a really rich and famous private investigator? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I they're guess not because they're not too private anymore. James Bond, I guess. Sure. 
is the richest hey, private um, PI we got. Uh, Rockford from the Rockford Files, he'd wear like a gray sport jacket and dark pants all the time. People talk about the Thunderbird. People talk about the Rockford Files theme being really good. Is that is that true? Yeah, it's one of Tim's favorites. I played it on, on our Patreon show. You did, yeah, okay. It goes ba ba bum bum waiter. It's got a lot going on for him. Yeah, and then it also goes Bernadette near. Who's Bernadette near? That's a meme. We, That's a uh, meme, we, we, Michael. We, 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 it is. Mike, you know what? Mike, you look good in that goddamn. <laughs> it is. I didn't know that. Oh. Well, Mike, you don't know the memes. You wrote a whole song about it. I, I didn't write that song. That was. Oh, uh, you found a song. That was Lil Nas X himself. Oh right, you you <laughs> you'd found that. I had only found that. You, Mike, you look good in that in that white suit, the, the sort of cream white suit from the Lennon video. The John Lennon suit, yeah, that's a good oh, one. Yeah, that's white a good suit one. is good. You look, it, it makes you kind of a kind of a Mark Twain, you know? Yeah, or like a Wayne Coyne. Sure. Uh, or a, or a, what's the? There's a writer, Wolf. What's his last? What's his name? Tom Thomas. Wolf. Tom Wolf. I did a I did a bit on Conan once when he was early on in uh, California. I remember that. It was. I, uh, the bit was like a bunch of famous authors were going to be ziplining and reading passages from their book. So I went to the Conan like offices. We got all dolled up. It was me, some other guy who was supposed to be Malcolm Gladwell. And I forget who the female, uh, author was, but they, I was in a white suit with like a little gray wig and we went up like an hour North to the zipline course. <laughs> I just spent <laughs> oh, the day yeah. ziplining and, uh, like every once in a while I'd have to like read a book while ziplining. And they'd take a <laughs> shot of it. But it was so fun. I, it was one of those, like, it was such a whirlwind of what was happening. I, I don't really know. Like, the whole day I was like, so what are we? We're just going up there to zip line? <laughs> What's still going on here? And they're like, shut up. Your face won't be on camera, really. So just, <laughs> just go with it. Just have fun zip lining. Now, Tim, you have, a, you have a tan suit. Me? Oh, yeah. I would have never thought to buy that. Because, you know, there's the infamous Obama tan suit that he got a lot of flack for. And, mm-hmm. uh. I would have never thought to be uh, be bold enough to buy a tan suit, but uh, my friend Tristan was getting married, and I was a groomsman, and he picked out a tan suit from the Ludlow shop at uh, J. Crew. So I got one, and I really liked it. And then that's kind of a funny thing where it's like, then I, I wore it to a bunch of like parties and stuff. Like, yeah, me, my tan suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it was his, his idea, I should have to credit him everywhere I go. Yeah, me. You know, a tan suit is like a nice, a rumpled tan suit. I think you can get away with a rumpled. I like the rumple. I like white or tan. I like looking like a, you know, like like the, the financier of an archaeologist's mission. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put on the like the Panama hat and the Bermuda <laughs> suit. There was something I saw a while ago online. I have no idea where it was, but it was like a suit made out of paper bag material. It was like a, a like a fashion show or something. Oh yeah, I've seen. I that. thought that was really cool. Oh, what about how do you uh, feel? Go ahead. O- o- oppo suits, opposites, like opposites. You ever heard of that? I'm gonna look it up. O P P O suits, oppo suits. You know, Will Farrell once wore that like money suit to like a funnier oh, die party. Oh yeah, and stuff. okay. Like they have like the crazy patterns and stuff. Yes, Good I've suits. seen. I've seen these. Do they have like American flag pattern ones that douchey guys wear on the Fourth of July? Yes, they do. <laughs> and they're only <laughs> yeah. like ninety nine bucks, right? Yeah, they're all a hundred bucks, and you can get. Uh, it seems like it's a jacket and pants. Yeah, yeah. This is like where you might get a. Um, uh, this uh, David S. Pumpkins suit. I've been meaning to get one of those. <laughs> Let's see. You got one with uh, some Pokemon on it. You got one uh, with some Tetris blocks. Um. Oh, these are these are wild. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh huh. Here's a suit question. Yeah. Well, two suit questions. First one: 
But what do you think of the button on the jacket? Are you using it? Or are you not using it? Because I learned that there's a rule about it. <gasps> I'm using no. it until after dinner. Then that thing is wee wide open. Yes, sometimes it pops off on its own. <laughs> yeah, well, there goes that button. What about you, Dutz? You using it? Um, not only do I use it, I go back and forth in, indecisively all night long. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Go back and forth decisively because the rule is when you're standing, you button it. When you're having a seat, you unbutton it. Hey, that makes sense. And you can tell because when you're sitting and it's buttoned, the whole the whole breast of the suit is crumpled up and you look like uh, a little kid. You look like a fucking moron. <laughs> is that what that. So, Jeff, you you all night long, you go back and forth. Is that what the Lionel Richie song is all about? Yeah, it is. It's about, he's, <laughs> I think he saw me uh, sitting with it buttoned and fit, futzing with it. And he was like, I got an idea. For, I got to get to the studio right now. Hey, and, and the kid was like, hey, N- hey, dad, hold on, Nicole. I'm watching this young Blonde boy, fidget all night. <laughs> and then this other guy came over. And he's like, what constitutes a fidget? Hey. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, here's my other yeah. suit question. Uh, uh, you're, pick, you're picking out your tux. Do you go cummerbund or vest? Uh, vest. Oh, come on. Do you have to pick one? You have to in this situation. I don't like, I don't like the vest. No vest for me. Yeah. The yeah. vest is not the best. But like cummerbund reminds me of marching band, so I don't like that either. Cummerbund <laughs> is one of those things that just like rides up, rides down. Like it's never sitting. It's like not even attached to you. It just like it loops around your belly. Yeah, it sucks. It's not cumbering. Let's so it, it holds your belly up. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you got a big fat pregnant stomach. It, it holds it up. It's, it's good. A, it's an odd. It's an odd thing to wear. Do you Do you guys know how to tie your own bow tie? No, it's fucking impossible. Me neither. No, I, I have done it, but I then I spent the whole night kind of worrying about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've even attempted it ever. It's so funny too with stuff like that. When you're, if you're insecure about it, that's so much worse than anything else. And that is like, you know, that's what they tell you with menswear in general. Like th- you, you feeling good in what you're wearing is so much better than actually wearing something good. Yeah. You know, we talked to me on, on here last time we had Tux Talk was uh, <laughs> Chelsea Peretti saw us wearing tuxes and pointed and laughed. <laughs> and, and it's because we were like, the tuxes were wearing us. We weren't wearing the tuxes. Right, you know? right, right, right. Hey, did, were, did we have bow ties for Ferguson's wedding? Um, no, we, we, we were ushers and he just said, wear a black suit. Okay, because I was going to, I went to some wedding where I got a nice, like Barney's New York bow tie. And I love how it looks. I've never successfully tied it. But one thing I (laughs) like, my plan was like, oh, I'm just going to like wear it undone. Like I'm never going to even get it done in the first place Uh and just go out, start the night in the rumpled suit with the undone bow tie. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't work. Yeah. Let's uh, let's make that look work. You want to look like a a cool guy in a Ciroc commercial. (laughs) Like Aaron Aaron Paul. (laughs) I own this town, baby. Sometimes, Jeff, yeah, I'll go out for like a a run or something. I'm all sweaty and gross. And then I've got to go out to like a dinner and I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to kind of make this sweaty look work for me. (laughs) No, that's different. (laughs) No, he wants to be the end of the night party boy. Hey, I'm cool. Well, Tim, at your wedding, we got... uh, Brooks, Brooks Brothers ties, or, or were they Barney's ties? You guys got your own black, I said just wear any black suit, and then here's a Brooks Brothers tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But what's funny about those is I had the Brooks Brothers guy wrap them up for me, and then handed them out at the wedding, and they opened them, and they had big creases down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Should have thought of that. Um, wait, I just had a funny memory, and it was, oh, when I said... We own this town. I was, I was John Haskell, uh, director of 
our music videos, many yes. of the good ones, mm-hmm. reminded me recently of a of a a, ver- a moment where I went from uh, uh, feeling cool to feeling uncool real fast. Where I was at a <laughs> I was at a very hip rooftop Hollywood party, celebs yeah, around, yes. you know, cool. and uh, and uh, and uh, in West Hollywood uh, with some friends, and then I was talking to Anders Holm, you know that guy, sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from uh, Workaholics, and. Uh, and then I, we were we were admiring, we were looking up at the Hollywood Hills from this rooftop, and uh, in front of uh, him and all my friends, I go, <laughs> "It's hard to believe someday." <laughs> oh, uh, I was like, "Yeah, hard to believe someday all of this will be mine." You know, kind of doing a like a douchey, like I'm going to own yeah, uh, yeah, run this yeah. down bit. And then uh, Anders <laughs> goes in front of all my friends. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, this is all going to belong to Clappus." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yeah, this guy, uh, he knows me, but he thinks my name is Clavis. Clavis. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny that like none of, I was with like some like writers that were working on a thing I was working on and like none of them said anything. And I was just like <laughs> slinked away. <laughs> Yes, you I'm clapping. You just slowly jump off the edge of it. Are we allowed to jump from here? Clappus, you've done it again. Got it. Clappus is such a, like, it sounds like Clampet. Like, uh, well, here's the weird thing. Have you been to West Hollywood recently? They did no. change it to Clappus Wood. Clappus Wood? Oh West Clappus Town. This is all Clappus Wood at this point. Ugh. Well, all right, should we uh, jump into another one of these guys? Yeah, let's do round two and come back with some final thoughts, eh? Yeah. Here we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, 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 oh,
And we're back. How do we feel, guys? I feel good. Yeah. I, I uh, Should we give our thoughts? Yeah, do it. I think this, I was uh, in your camp, Jeff, at the beginning of this saying, I am not going to like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll tell you, this is an order again for me. Because there you go. Like the martini, it's like I can see this being bad. I can see it being much better than this. But the, what I have now is is good, and I, I want to see like uh, I want to get into the world of the tuxedo. I want to slip wow. into a tuxedo. Yeah, <laughs> I want to slip your tuxedo right off you. <laughs> Looks better Ooh. on the crumpled up on the floor of your uh, bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, Mike, I, I'll begrudgingly join you in that sentiment. Yeah. Okay. That's I, fine. The, the, you know, I still think this is kind of an average drink for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get that it's fancy. It's got some history. I, I guess I appreciate that for the pod, it's not a drink that evolves over time with the ice. Mm. You have it, and it, it, it oh. tastes how it tastes, and it tastes how it tastes from the top all the way to the bottom. Uh-huh. But, like, I'm never going to make one of these again. It's a little bit of a pain in the ass and, like, not worth the, like, the quarter bar spoon of this and the... But you have the stuff. Yeah, you got to get rid of the stuff. <laughs> it is one of those drinks where it's like, I'd like, oh, maybe I'll try more uh, Luxardo and less absinthe or double the absinthe and no Luxardo. Like, I'm never going to, I don't see myself ever having like a little uh, chemistry night. Yeah. Doing that. This, so it's like, this is an order again, but like a C, a C plus. You know? All right. Mm. It passes. Yeah. But it, it's not going to Yale. If somebody's like, we're doing tuxedos all night, I'd be like, uh, oh, <laughs> this is a low. sad night. Um, yeah, I, I like it. And I, I put it in, I, I like, I mean, I like Luxardo. So this in the fancy category of some of the drinks that are pleasant, you know, like, uh, I guess maybe the, the Brooklyn or the Manhattan or the yellow bird that have a little, little thing going on to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like this better. Any 50, 50 martinis I've had before. I like this better having a little Luxardo in there. As far as ordering again, it's like uh, it's definitely a p- appointment only because I, it's hard to choose this over a martini, you know, mm. because if, yeah. it's interesting to have a drink where you take ingredients out and it gets better. And I just love gin. I like gin that's really cold, and that's that. This, this would be <laughs> I feel like if that's that is like that's my final word on that. <laughs> that's that. And that's I will that. not go any deeper on this. This is one of those. Yeah, if I'm like if I've had like uh, I've gone out and been like oh I've had martinis each time I've gone out recently. Let me switch it up and not just be the martini guy. Um, Vesper yeah. is on the IBA list. When we'll do that, I think that that's what James Bond orders, and the Vesper martini we'll get to someday. It's um. I maybe made with vodka instead of gin, but then it's got um, Lillet, Lillet, mm. li- Lillet, um, it, instead of vermouth. It's like a little liqueur. That's interesting. interesting. I like these different angles. On, it's like, how do you martini? Do you martini yeah. with Lillet? I think Vesper was the, I read the first James Bond book and it was uh, Casino Royale. I think he names it. it after a, a woman that he meets Vesper? in that book. Vesper, there you go. Yeah. And it, Casino Royale is the movie also where, where he first says, shaken, not, in fact, stirred around that much. Use spoon, not wrist. And I'll show Indy, you better get the grail. <laughs> what was the movie where he was the bad guy who controlled the weather? Avengers? Oh, it's no. Something like that. The Blanks. Untouchables? No, but he was No, I that. think it is the... Wait. I, th- I, think, I think it's the Avengers, but it's like based on the uh, 
British yeah. TV show. The it's Avengers. like a bunch oh, of British. Oh, there's a different people. Avengers. Yeah, Uma Thurman's yeah, in it. I just remember being a kid and seeing a trailer that was like, if you control the weather, you control the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for joining us for 50 episodes. Oh, oh. here's to 50 more years. Here's to 15 more. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Later. Bye, folks.